Hello and welcome back to the OK Shore podcast. I am your co-host Hayden Boozer and it is a bright and sunny morning in South Carolina. It is 2.23 p.m. so afternoon, uh, not morning. And we are recording another episode for you guys coming off of our break week in which I went to the mountains of North Carolina. How was that Hayden? It was great. I did a, I did some hikes, uh, played some games with my girlfriend's family, and had a nice little time. <laughs> uh, tell them about the ladder thing. That really bothers me, personally. Yeah, we. I did a... Uh, you look it up. You guys listening, look up picture. It's it's called McCray Peak. M-A-C-C-R-A-E Peak. And it's... It's in it's on Grandfather Mountain in North Carolina, and it's like one of the highest peaks, if not the highest. I don't know, but um, it was it, a, is, it is Nat Wolf. It's Nat Wolf, yeah, Alex Wolf's brother. Yeah, it's it was a pretty intense uh, hike because you have to do. You ever been on? You've been hiking before? I don't really think so. Not actually. I had not either. Like the most I've, I had ever hiked was just like up a road. But this right. was like this was like a you know remember Adventure Ed. Yeah, that's what it was like, okay. but intense. So you had to like, there was like ropes you had to like climb. You had to like, like grab a rope and like walk up a steep incline. Yeah, and there was like, a, there was a part where you had to like shimmy in between like two tight rocks to close together. My dad has issues with that. Like, like pers- like it was we went on a thing like there that was like room. between rocks. Like, I could walk straight. I didn't have to like turn to the side, but it was like pretty close. And then the most scary part for people who are afraid of heights, which I'm not, by the way, so I didn't have any problem with it, uh, but. Like if you were deathly afraid of heights, it was like nearly undoable. Yeah. Like there was like three or four ladders where you had to just climb up like the side of a rock. That's my issue. Like and like what if happens you if you fall, fall like there's no saving you. There's no net down there. You're not in a serious injury a or death. Yeah, exactly. So you have to sign a waiver before you do it. Right. But um, but once you get to the top, you can see like honestly the view is not was not that cool. Like <laughs> how did you get I down? I just did it just to say that I did it basically. Yeah. How do you get down? How do you, you go down? back down the freaking no ladder? Way. So you do all you that. You have no way to get down. You're, you're up there. There's no like escalator on the other side or something. <laughs> yeah, there's no. no. God. Yeah, that would be bad. It was intense. Like Rachel's uh, cousin was like crying going up the ladder. Like she was like weeping. <laughs> yeah. Like a, out of fear. And then uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. It took like three hours to do the whole thing there and back. It was like a point. Three hours It was like a 1.4 mile hike there. And then same distance back. So when you're climbing up the ladders on the way there, you have to climb down the ladders on the way back. Mm-hmm. Is down worse, probably? Yeah, because you can't really see like the the like steps of the ladder were like just far enough where you have to like it's not a comfortable step down. Oh, like no, you, you kind of got to like reach. No, that's 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 yeah. messed up. Yeah, it's they pretty, do it on purpose. I I mean I don't know. <laughs> there was a there was a little moment where I was I had like a little like oh god, but but for the most part I was fine. You were killing it. I was killing it. I was just like sprinting through the things. And did you take adventure ed in middle school? Mm-hmm. I just did. I did PE. I've never done adventure I did ed in my life. PE and adventure ed. Wow. But adventure ed wasn't a requirement. Yeah. Right. Yes. I, that was the hike. It was a. Uh, it was fun. It cost twenty dollars. And two people have died there, by the way. <laughs> Ten dollars each. Not person. on the hike. On the in the parking lot. They, okay. They fell off the side of the mountain in the parking lot. Okay. Well, that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> it's just their fault. Okay. Sure. No one's died doing the actual ladders, surprisingly. There's also a swinging bridge, like a huge keep swinging bridge. Swinging. Yeah, keep yeah. doing swinging. And you and it's like it like moves when you walk on it. We also did that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that that wasn't that was like uh, it was made of like steel, so it wasn't like moving a lot. It was just kind of like we well, you know like um you remember the Falls Park 
That bridge? Yeah, yeah. Not intentionally, but it actually does move a little bit if you feel it. And you're up there. You're talking about Greenville? Yeah. Yeah, Falls yeah, Park. Uh, I've been the, there. The bridge over the river. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, uh, Hayden, a question for you. What is today's episode about? Today, uh, we are going to cover a new album because we haven't done this in a while <laughs> since the 21 Pilots album. In a while. And we're <laughs> going to be going over uh, Slow Dive's second studio album, Suvlaki. Right. And um, this album is one of my favorites ever. Um, and I think that this could be a way to open uh, the door for some of you to get into a new genre of music that you may have never heard of. What's the genre? Which is shoegaze. And it's, I wouldn't say it's an obscure genre, but or it is obscure. What's like a mainstream song in that genre? Like mainstream um, that people would probably know. I don't. I don't really know if any song by in the genres mainstream. I mean, at this point, a lot of people know My Bloody Valentine, Loveless, which is like a classic shoegaze record. Yeah. But also, uh, Savlaki's like it's not a. It's also one of like the big shoegaze records. It's not like an right. underground thing. It, maybe it was at the time. But so a uh, little bit of background on Slow Dive. They are a UK uh, band. They were coming up in the nineties. Uh, they they released their first album just for a day, which is a much more uh, it's a much more I, it's still shoegaze I would say, but it's more like dream pop instrumental, uh, more airy. I feel like it's good. I like it, but they really they really found their sound with with Sivlaki. right? But only for really one record because their next record was completely. I don't. I think it's really bad, and I don't like it. What do they do? In that record? It's like more electronic. It's like mm-hmm. electro dance music, kind of. I don't know about dance music, but it's it's really electronic, right? But they so so shoegaze was like a sub genre that was coming up in the nineties, uh, in in Europe, and so you had these big bands like not big at the time, but My Bloody Valentine, uh, Slow Dive, uh, Ride, bands like that putting out these shoegaze records, which were called shoegaze because of the heavy use of guitar effects. And uh, when people would go see their shows, they'd be like staring down at their effects. Like, cause you know, you got to like monitor like your delay and all your stuff. That, those are activated with your feet. The yeah. Board. So you, you have to like, it's basically like a freaking computer screen and you have to like look down and make sure you're in time and everything and like tr- channel all these effects. So people would say they're like gazing at their shoes, their shoegazers. It's clever. It's really and clever. And that's sticked stuck <laughs> sticked. sticked yeah that was good <laughs> way and so that's what that's what the name came from it was a pretty short-lived genre like a couple years it was like big and people still make shoegaze today including myself or i try to but it's not nearly as big as it was and there was like a small little window where it was like a, a phenomena and then you had some like u.s bands try to copy what the british bands are doing but um so that's where we're gonna live today is in that small window when Slow Dive's Suvlaki was released, which was a critical failure at release. Really? Oh, nobody liked it. And a lot of people liked their first record, so people were in, would anticipate this. And it's always funny to me how like some of the most classic albums are like complete flops when they come out. That's interesting. Like Pinkerton by Weezer. Um, what are some other ones? OK Computer, I even feel like, was not received well right. when it came out. What, so, what do you think attributes to that versus them coming successful later on, like more popular? Cause, well, because I think when something comes out, especially like or Pink Floyd's The Wall, too, was considered a failure when it came out. Because people get used to one sound from a band and then you, you release something that's dip, maybe even slightly different and people have an immediate like 
no way reaction yeah, like to it. it. Yeah. And then it takes years and years and years to like come back and realize, oh, that was genius. Like, uh, my uncle was it was alive when Pink Floyd was making all their music, and he was telling me like he was such a big fan of Dark Side of the Moon, and then the wall came out and he bought the album and he listened to it and he was like, this is not real Pink Floyd. This is terrible. I hate this. And then he's like, now it's like his favorite album ever. So interesting. Yeah. It makes me feel like it makes me wonder what albums that have come out today that we think are so terrible might like in 20 years be considered like no idea. Imagine dragons. (laughs) I mean, people like them though. Radioactive's pretty classic song. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Kanye albums. I feel like now we have a better understanding of like what's, really good and, when it comes out and a lot of artists have different songs in every album like different sounds excuse me in every album that's pretty common these days it's just the loudest yeah because back then you have to like physically buy albums yes so i mean like, i bought albums on itunes back in the day so you're or only yes you're only gonna buy like the stuff you like because you've got to fork over money for it now it feels less like you're still paying for streaming services or but youtube is free you can YouTube YouTube, yeah exactly but like well, and that's the thing. Like, Slowdive might not Slowdive's developed like a really big following now, but that's thanks to like the more accessible way we can act, we can get music with Spotify and YouTube and all that. And so, so yeah, this album was a failure when it came out. Now it's considered an absolute classic, and uh, we're gonna cover it song by song for you right after this break. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's no break. He's drinking water right now. Unless you're actually taking a break. I'm not. It was like a commercial joke. Yeah, that was good. Anyway, so Garrett had never heard this album or any shoegaze at all. And actually laughed at me when I said the name, the word shoegaze to him the first time. Because he didn't believe it was a legitimate genre of music. I thought this guy was just pulling words out of his ass like usual. (laughs) But he listened to it three times and took notes. Yes, I did. And I hope he's prepared to discuss this album. Extremely prepared. Don't worry. And I was going to... So this album, I would probably say, is the biggest influence on my music that I make. And yeah. But I, I could never do what they do, but I try to I try to take inspiration from like the the way they use guitars. But I think an important thing to understand this album is like to, is to understand guitar effects. Yeah, explain that because that's that's how they create this uh, obscure, enveloping soundscape genre. So like when you think shoegaze. It's usually like uh, like an overwhelming amount of effects, which would that be like reverb, distortion, fuzz, delay, uh, modulation, like flanges and stuff like that. Flanges, flanges, and uh, or like a chorus effect. So you, they're they're trying to create like a like a complete like wall of sound almost. Right. And then the vocals, and this is usually the hardest part to get into shoegaze for some people, but typically this was my biggest criticism of. Yeah, the music typically, but not always, me. but but most of the time the vocals are more buried than the other bands. Because like you, when you have a typical pop song, the vocal is going to be like the top priority in the mix. Everything else is there to support the vocal melody. Correct. But with shoegaze, that that whole like, concept is not is ignored. The vocals become another instrument most of the time, especially with My Bloody Valentine, which is like the only way you would ever understand the lyrics if you looked them up. Right. But so the vocals are lower in the mix than you would you might want or you might expect, and that's intentional, and that's sometimes hard to get into. But I I don't think it's that bad on this record. I can still make out most of the lyrics to the songs. Yeah, only some songs like "Sing" is hard to hear. What's yeah, going on sometimes. the female lead vocals. Also, like another thing with shoegaze is like there's always like a female lead. I don't 
I don't think that has anything to do with the genre. It just happened to turn out that way, but yeah. All right, so slow dive. You got these two main people. You got Neil yeah, Halstead. Who are the characters? Neil Halstead and Rachel Goswell. They were they're like good friends all the way through high school and college, and they they formed this band. And then so there's there's two, there's another guitar player, and then there's a drummer and a bassist. So three guitars. That's huge. That's a lot. You don't normally have that in a band. You just normally like a three piece or a four piece. But Slow Dive plays three guitars, which is a lot of sound. So they they were dating when they before they made this record, and then they broke up during this record. So wow. a breakup in the band. Neil House and Rachel Goswell. That's that's intense. Which is awkward, but they decided to keep the band together to make this record. So this so there's a lot of like Neil House is the main songwriter. So a lot yeah. of these songs are like written about her they don't explicitly talk about her but like she knew about it so i can only imagine that that was like kind of awkward like she has to perform yeah, these songs that's interesting they're like break are up they still songs. in the band together yeah yeah i mean that's pat that's way past them but like mm. at the time it was probably really difficult and he's talked about how like it was, it was extremely depressing time and and it's a it's a it's a heartbroken record i think you can hear it in music it reflects yeah. it and so there's a lot of references to like uh, like sleeping and stuff. So I can only imagine that she like was sleeps a lot. I don't know. It's very like it's very like he he's like he fantasizes about her on this record a lot. And then right. it's it's weird because she's singing on the songs that are about her. But anyway, so that contributes to a lot of the like the melancholy atmosphere of this record. I wrote that word in my notes. Melancholy. I don't think that there's like any real like happy sounding songs. No. Um, he also he like locked himself in, quote unquote. I don't I don't like using that phrase because anytime someone says like they locked themselves somewhere, it's not like they like actually locked all the doors and like stayed in. Right. But he 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 stayed at like some kind of cabin for like forty days, which is why that song's called Forty Days, to like right. help him focus and write music. So like a lot of the good depressing songs like Dagger, Here She Comes, came out of that stay in that isolated place. And that's how this record was made. And they also collaborated with Brian Eno, who's like a legend in like ambient soundscape music. Um, yeah, I had to I had to write a write a paper about one of his songs for my class that I was in this semester, "Music for Airports," which is like this uh, ambient, no lyrics or anything. It's just like music that sounds like uh, you know. It's interesting you say that because there's a. Um 1975 album which is very ambient music a lot of their songs just don't have words and it was like i don't know if it's called or it's like codenamed music for cars remember that's a reference probably it's probably reference to music, to music for airports because music for airports is really famous and they actually yeah. used it in an airport in like germany i think so brian eno helped to uh, they okay so they originally wanted him to produce the whole album but he refused and he instead he wrote two songs with them which is here she comes and sing right um, so, so they collaborated with him on some of it, but most of it was themselves. Uh, and that, that is the background of Sivlaki. I think the name is a reference to a Greek food. Some kind of Greek food. Yeah. That's what that was. Telling um, me. and also the album cover is pretty, pretty good. It's like overexposed photo of them and like a s- walking around classic. 1990s. I also love all their bowl cuts that they had back then. If you look up videos of them playing, they like every single one of them had a bowl cut, which is funny. I don't know if that was the style at the time or what, but it makes me want to get a bowl cut. <laughs> don't get a bowl cut. <laughs> anyway, work. what else do I have to say about um, before we go into it? There's, um, they, they, I think there was a story of them, like, cause 
they were such a failure when this came out that they were like playing shows like an empty crowd. Like there's a, I think there's a video on YouTube of them playing and there's no one in the audience. Like they're really? just, they're just in a, like a warehouse playing. There's See, that's n- where I want to be. There's I nobody be there. in a band I like. And now they're, they're playing point. sold out shows all over the world. It's just crazy. Like the dedication, like you're, you're literally playing for nobody. I haven't even experienced that. Right, like no friends, nobody is in the like. No one's watching you. There's like a there's like a janitor mopping the floor. Well, who's the person recording? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that. I don't know if that video is on YouTube or if like a just like a video of a very early show. But I know that Neil House said has said that they played a show and the only person in the crowd was a janitor mopping the floor. So that wow. could be a legend, or I don't know. But tall tale. <laughs> but they were nobodies and then they became somebodies and now they're they're still all five remaining members still together playing and it's that's impressive it's wonderful you to can't see. say that a lot for a lot of bands no that usually that, does that not thing. happen um but they, they and they're actually putting out a new album soon well i saw they released an album like what 2017 they, they did it's okay i listened to it it's okay yeah. it's not so vlocky but they're 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 they've made four albums right currently uh, yeah four their third one's pretty bad i don't Big like alien yeah i don't like that one I, maybe i need to it needs to grow on me the first one's okay so Vlaki's obviously their best and then the one they just put out was pretty good but i don't think they that they ever have come back to like the just the edge that their sound had like this the like raw energy that they put into Suvlaki has not been matched yet maybe they will match it on their upcoming album they also have a lot of really good unreleased songs that i think that they should put on an album at some point yeah anyway you about ready to jump into this thing mm-hmm. so what's the first song on the album made him you know do i know yeah it's uh let me pull up the thing so i can start talking about lyrics and whatnot so the albums kicks off with allison Which is a song written about Neil Halstead's new girlfriend after they after he broke up with uh, Rachel. What's her name, Allison? Uh, I I assume I don't okay. know, but um, or okay, Genius says this. The narrator reminisces about a drug fueled dream about a girl called Allison. I don't think I think that he said it was about a girl. Genius is wrong. What a shocker! Yeah, Genius <laughs> is not genius. The opening track on the Shoegaze Classic Slovakian narrator drug fueled. Drug fuel dream. Okay, so the lyrics are uh, about drugs, obviously. Yeah, and it's a and it's a very drug. I always say this, but like a lot of the music I listen to is could could be considered like stoner music because <laughs> right. it's very obvious that they do drugs to create this kind of sound, and they uh, they've said that. But but again, you don't need to you don't need to do drugs to like this music. You can enjoy it just the same, even probably better if you don't. Right. Anyway, start off with Allison, and it's it's a great opening track because it's the most easily like pop accessible song on the album. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty you think it's a pretty standard choice to try to open with your most accessible track. Yeah, I mean usually or like your most like I don't know. There's a couple ways you could go about it. Maybe maybe you want to start with the one that like gives the best idea of the sound of the album, or maybe you want to start with like the highest energy one, or maybe you right. want to. I don't know, but I think this is a great choice to start with because it's, it's it 
it could be a sing-along song. It, it's it's a shoegaze song, so it, it gives you a great idea of what the album's going to sound like. It's easily one of the best, if not the best, on the whole album. It's just a phenomenal, phenomenal song. And and it's like, it you waste no time, because you start right in with a cymbal crash, and you're right into the song. So it's not like, you know, it, you, you come in right away. Yeah. And it's like, uh, the thing that I always love about this song is that... Uh, like you can't make out any one instrument, and that's a, that's a, something that can be said about shoegaze in general. But right. but this song especially, like you, it's not it's not shoegaze is like it's not a, like a performance. Like it's not trying to impress anyone. It's it's about like creating a an enveloping sound. So you have like tons of guitars in this mix, but you can't you can't make out like strums or anything. You just hear the sound, and especially when the vocals come in too. It's you know it's they're not. I mean, you can tell what they're saying, but it's not like sticking out so much. And and you, if you listen closely to the, and literally the first lyric is listen close, which is interesting because it's like, it's drawing you in. You listen to his voice, but, but then you're just surrounded by the rest of the mix. And I think it's great. Yeah. No, th- this song, it's, I think it's an amazing way to start this record. It's just so, it's so like sound developing. Like one of the things I wrote down first time listening to it, it sounds like the guitar chords are like floating like everything's like float like it's all like yeah. just <clears throat> you're around like i haven't listened to music That's like this before another lyrics another really. lyric yeah I'm they say that floating. later in the song i think they literally say floating listen close and don't be stoned it's like it's literally like he's talking to you like yeah listen up and then because i'm just floating and like the the way he's, he delivers the lines it's very like the delivery is really good in this, in this it, record especially. his voice is floating but also there's so much reverb that like you you hear the like you hear it tail out like everything he's saying there's like a heavy tremolo effect. So this is, you start to hear these guitar effects, like heavy, heavy guitar effects. So he's got this like really fast tremolo on one of the guitars. It's like... Yeah. And there's like... So it's 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 like a, it's a major song. It's in a major key. But there's this like dissonant note that the second guitar part plays. You're talking about the note that's like droning up above? Or is that different? During the chorus? I'm not talking about that, but okay. like during the actual thing. Because I played the song with my band and, and like... There's this really dissonant note that's in there. If you go and listen to it, you'll hear it like right away, and it just—it's perfect. Um, and it, it, there's major seven chords that's common in shoegaze, and it's just—I don't know—it's a really like—it's—it's it's, it's like a nostalgic song almost. It does—it does have a sense of, sense of nostalgia, like you're you're thinking about someone. You yeah, know, Allison. But like, um, but like, you know. the first time I heard this song in the car, I was like, because I. I knew I had heard when the sun hits from somewhere and I was like, Oh man, I, maybe I should go check out this band or whatever. And then like went on Spotify and saw like their top songs. And I was like, Allison, I clicked on it and it started playing. And I was, I like had never heard, like I was, I didn't understand how they were, the sounds were happening. Like I had never heard guitars sound like that. And then I was just hooked from that exact moment. Cause I was like, I wanted to figure out how they were making this, uh, this sound with the guitars and at the time I thought it was just one guitar like how can they make one guitar sound like that but then the more I got into shoegaze and like you know figured out how it all works it's it's layers and layers and layers of it, it's really complicated stuff and I yeah. think it I think it's I think it's an underrated practice sound engineering it's not an easy thing to do yeah to get it to sound like that because you're 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 mixing like technical skill and also like artistic choices which is very tough because like let's say you're like a you're like an I guess an architect has that same kind of thing, but let's say you're like a, like you're engineering a bridge or something. You you have all these technical things you have to do, but you you have all you're trying to you're not trying to make it look fancy. Maybe you are. Yeah. You just want the bridge to stay up and cars to go over it. 
Right. But when you're engineering a like sound like this, you you want it to sound like objectively technically strong, but you also have to make choices that you think people will like. Yeah. Or you or you make it for yourself, but and that's that's tough. That's very tough. Anyway, enough of that. Um I, I would think one of my favorite parts of this song is the vocal delivery of the line, I guess she's out there somewhere. That's that's pretty yeah, perfect the, in my yeah, mind. So the like chorus, that, that's like that's amazing the delivery. Yeah, when the chorus comes in, there's a there's another guitar that comes in that you'd mentioned. Yeah, it's, oh, it's two it's, notes. I really it, like it's it. It's like a half step off. It's like da 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 da. It's just like it's over a everything. A lot of reverb on the guitar, and it's yeah. like, and then you also have the female vocals come in during the chorus. So they're yeah. both singing in unison, and it's 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 just like the most dreamy thing I've ever heard in my life. I think. And like the the drum fills too are so like syncopated and it's like a swing almost. Yeah, it's just really good. Please listen to this song, people. You'll like it. <laughs> if you don't listen We're to this, to if you, you listen to anything off this album, I recommend this one first. For sure, it's just such a good song. I just I could never, I could never explain to you what this song makes me feel like. But I think if you listen to it, you might agree. And the lyrics too are just like beautiful. Yeah. Allison, I said we're sinking. There's nothing here, but that's okay. Outside your room, your sister's spinning. She tells me it's just fine. Like, she lies. She tells me she's just fine. That, like, that's another line. You're just like, that's you're sitting line. in a bedroom with somebody. You're super stoned. There's nothing around you, nothing fancy, but that it doesn't matter because you're sharing each other's company. And I can only imagine that like coming out of a breakup like this and, fi- and meeting somebody, I don't know if this Allison person was like a lasting relationship, but like meeting someone that you could share that moment with and like forget a little bit about the breakup. It, it's, uh, this this is probably the closest thing to like a happy song that we, you get on this album. Yeah. Allison, I'll drink your wine. I'll wear your clothes when we're both high. It's it's um the melody is like perfect. The perfect choices of notes for the chords. Yeah. It's just the, like the, the the vocal line is really yeah. good, like melodic wise. And the way that the that Rachel Goswell's voice is mixed in with Neil Halstead's voice, her voice is like on. I I always see it on like the top, like it's above me. But his voice is like centered. Yeah, and her voice has so much reverb on it, and it's, it's, it's. I don't even know how to describe it. Like the guitar and her voice mixed together to make like one thing, and it's it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And then there's like this great um, fade in thing, like so the outro fade you talk about that part. And but in the middle of the song, there's a it like stops for a second after the first chorus, and then you have like these these vocals come in. They're like ah, and then they they like crescendo and then it breaks down into the crash again yeah the drums are mixed low but like you can feel the kick it's it's mixed perfectly absolutely amazing song yeah the drum one one thing i would say about this whole album that was unsuspecting of is that the drummer does an amazing job he like has really he has a, just yeah he plays the right things at the right time and it just sounds so good it's it's minimal because it's not like he's like some crazy rock fills take up like 10 seconds of music, but like exactly. it, it hits every note it needs to and it perfectly serves either as a transition or an intro into something or it's just, it's really effective. He has a, a really unique feel, I think. Yeah. He, like I was always surprised by all the like swing fills he does, which work. He also does it on When the Sun Hits and, but yeah, exactly like you said, he knows, he knows exactly what to play at the right times and, and uh, this song is, is shoegaze this is literally the sound of shoegaze so if you want to if you want to get an introduction to shoegaze this song is absolutely perfect it's 
it's it, it creates a feeling of like longing of like yeah longing is a good word definitely it's and it's just it's just an e major it's just e major a major chords but it's just the way that effects are used like the, the same chords are used in music over and over and over and over and this is the great thing about music the same chords have been used in this song they've been used in nirvana songs they've been used in bob dylan songs they've been used in Dua Lipa songs probably, yeah, right? But the way that you present it, the instruments you play it on, the effects you use, change it. It doesn't even sound like the same chord, and and that's what I like about shoegaze so much is because you, the effects they use in songs make it a different thing than what it is. Like I when I listen to the song, I don't hear like the oh E major, oh there's A major, oh there's right. B. I I feel the chords, feel it. It surrounds you. Yeah, it's, it's all encompassing. Exactly. It's like those cheesy YouTube 4D audio videos where like the things moving around in a circle. Are you talking about like the the like uh, 8D audio yeah, stuff? Yeah, and like if you wear headphones, <laughs> they said it like moves around. There's your no head. way that actually works. No, it's I've just put headphones in. Idiotic. Just, yeah, it's a scam. So it's but a scam. To me, this music is the closest I've been to in a long time. A music that feels surrounding. Yeah, like it's, you are it's, completely it's a, it's enveloped a in sound. Soundscape. Yeah, right. It's literally like it's a. Uh, like the right off the bat when this song starts, there's probably like eight or nine guitar tracks being played, but you can't make out a single one of them. You just hear noise. You just in you a good way. You hear, hear the yeah. It's and it's and it all has to do with how it's mixed, the frequencies and everything. But if you get it right, it just really tickles your brain in the right way. Yeah, I, I like. Can I've had that. moments with this song specifically where like I put on my like Beats headphones like i started playing it and i like i like i like zone out like i can't move like i'm just like staring at the ground like i've been hypnotized yeah because it sounds so just it's 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 slow but it's it's moving still and it's just i'm harping on this song but this this is just a perfect perfect song right any closing remarks about this song the ending part like you said is amazing is really cool that's when it gets like super super shoegazy and you have like the two uh, distorted reverb guitars. So, one of the things that you do as a shoegaze guitar player is you you run a dis, you run distortion pedal because like okay when you're playing guitar, you know you have your clean sound, you have your distorted sound in rock music normally. Right. So you have the pedal that distorts it, an overdrive or a distortion pedal, and then you have reverb. So what shoegaze guitar players do is they run like four or five guitar effects in a chain into reverb. So you have a distortion into a reverb. So you have that distorted gritty sound going into the reverb, which then makes it tail out super long. And that's how you get that like one guitar sound in the chorus that you were talking about. It's this super, super like saturated, grainy, but it's also like the reverb is what gives it that like ethereal sound. And then you throw throw a delay into that and then you have it delaying on itself into the reverb. It's a lot. You get some insane stuff. I once at one point I wrote about this song. I don't remember where. I think it's towards the beginning of the song. So I wrote it kind of early, but I said, um, "I like the tambourine that they use." Yeah, that, that sounds really good in the mix. All over the song. That was a nice little yeah. surprise. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, the yeah. tambourine it gives it a lot of movement because you know most drum kits don't have a tambourine on it, so you have to have someone like playing it by hand. Yeah. So yeah. Didn't uh, Rachel play that at one of your shows? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the Rachel in this band plays it. Look at that. She does a lot, man. She has like the keyboard up there. She has a guitar on. She has the tambourine. She's like the she's like a like the one man band, but not a one man band. Anyway, amazing song. Please listen to it. Yeah, if you're gonna listen to anything, listen to this one. Give it a chance. It's a it's just uh, it means a lot to me. This song. Anyway, on to the next song, which is Machine, Machine Gun. Gun, not Kelly. Thankfully, thank God. <laughs> this is Machine Gun. What do you have to say about this song? I'll just go ahead and say that I I like 
every single, I'm not going to be able to say anything bad about any of these songs. Right. But I think that this song is absolutely gorgeous. The way that the, the tremolo distorted guitar comes in right away, the melody's extremely underrated. The da 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 da. That's yeah. so good. It's the drums are keeping it put moving. It's just like the vocal effect is is pretty unique. Yeah, this like one's da, 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 yeah exactly. It's pretty. It's pretty it's cool. Like multiple female it sounds vocals. Sounds like a keyboard or something almost. Like, yeah, it sounds like an instrument. Like it has, you're saying, it has a flanger, I think, on it, and mm-hmm. so her vocals are being run through effects. It's like it's ethereal. You can't tell what she's saying, but like I just like it. I like yeah. how it sounds. I don't even care what she's saying. I mean, you can kind of hear just the weight of the water drags me down, but like. The, the guitars, man, on this album, the the way that they the, the the distortion breaks up and like tails out with reverb, it just it's perfect. You know the way the guitars sound remind me of those things people had in their bedroom doors in two thousands, like the beads that hang down. You know, like you walk <laughs> yeah. through those. Yeah, and I think that's that was a, a taxi good description. Of that's especially that's, on this song. That looks the way the guitars. Like, how do they just get it to sound like so? Like pedals. You just you just experiment. I can't with even pedals. like make a noise to describe how it sounds. Like vocally. Like, I know because like if you have a pedal board and you click on pedals, like it's it's literally like a like a mix and match. Like if if I <laughs> if I move if I have this pedal here and this pedal here. If I turn them both on, that sounds one way. And then if I flip them and turn them both on, it sounds different. Really? So you just experiment with effects. It's really, it's really like, can you go down a dark path of spending money buying pedals? I would say it's like, like pay to win thousands music. Thousands and thousands. Not pay to win, but like pay to have more options. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, the, like their pedal boards are insane. Like huge, giant things. And like, I don't even know how you like utilize all those pedals in one show. Like a two-hour set, like there's no way you're clicking all those at some yeah, point. Do they like sit on a stool and have both feet just going ham, or do they stand up and play? As no, you don't play? do both feet. That would yeah. be impossible. I mean, maybe you could. I think I saw a video of some guy from Dinosaur Junior using both feet on pedals, yeah. like just like multiple delays. Like I before I discovered shoegaze, I would never could ever think of a reason to have two reverb pedals. Like I'll be like, all right, I have my reverb pedal. It's all I need. They'd have like four of them. Yeah, you run reverb into reverb, like it's a it's a reverb into another reverb into a distortion into another reverb. Yeah, to get like these crazy sounds, it's it's insanity. It's pretty creative, you know. You, to sit down and do this, like, how do you think you, about doing you, all this stuff? It's like it's the fascination of making a guitar not sound like a guitar. That's yeah. basically what it is. Because I I I speculate that the shoegaze genre came from like people being tired of like the standard rock Classic guitar rock, sound. Yeah. yeah. It's like we want to we want to see what this instrument can do if we put it through all of these effects that are available, and so there's yeah. another um, in the verse. There's another like I describe it as soaring. Cause that's the easiest word to think of. Like yeah, this the, song the does boing, sound soaring. It's just like it just goes over. It's that like keeps, constant yeah. droning guitar line, and it just it's super long. It takes forever to change, and it changes notes, and it goes like, exactly up and down, literally like a rainbow or something, like a river, like just like that shape. And the way her vocals sound is so like breathy and like dreamy sounding. She's a great singer. And then and then you have the back and forth because in the chorus uh, switches to Neil's voice. And this was the song I was talking to you about that one day where I was like, "There's like rub." Like he does not. It's like he doesn't hit the. It's like Son of Shiva, but it's not. It's like he's like flat. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you. It's like the sometimes male singer doesn't doesn't sound bad. It's just like. It's the pitches are. It's like he interesting choices. I, I, well, the notes are are cool. It's like he like misses it by a little bit, but they leave it in, and it, it happens again in the next chord. So it could not have been an accident. Yeah, I I like it. I don't I don't know why. It sounds like 
it's just, it's not flat enough where it's like a wrong note, but it's like just a little rub. It's like a tiny bit of rub. Yeah, but it works really well. Yeah, I don't I don't know what these lyrics mean. I've never been able to. It's like son of Shiva. I just think that Shiva Smite. It was just yeah. like instantly well, my first. And thought. before Smite was in the game or Shiva was in the game, I didn't think that. But now that's what I think of. Yeah, son of Yellow. I saw you. I saw him drown. It's all I need. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care. Yeah, what the, the, the delivery are. of "It's all I need." Yeah, is pretty great. Like the yeah, little they, change up into the, the exactly. last line of the chorus, and you'll notice that they they drag they drag all the syllables out. Like, like it's not staccato at all. Like if you right. if you see like the vocal lines, it would be like all legato, like connected, da da da. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, right. Get what Gant used to do. Yeah, it's it's very like. I don't know. It's perfect the way his his voice sounds. I don't. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of how his voice sounds now. But back then, it was like. It was somewhat nasally. I always have a thing for nasally you singers. Do. You tend to, yeah. It's like, it's perfect. It's a unique sound. When the the mixing of him and Rachel's voice is something I had never heard done. Like it's perfectly blended because she fills out all the top end, and then he has all the like mid range, and then, and also the bass playing on this album is underrated. Yes, I was gonna say that. I, I don't know if I didn't write for this song. Maybe no, not but, not as um, noticeable in this song. But later songs, Allison I, I though wrote, has some great bass that parts. the bass line it's similar in the drumming that it's simplistic but yet it's super solid yeah like it just sounds i was listening with headphones that have a bit more bass on them they're yeah. like they're sony headphones that are like kind of bass edition one or of whatever. the really good bass lines but is Savlaki like, space station for yes, me i think i wrote that down for that song doom, 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 yeah doom, another great bass line that sounds so full like yeah the way the, the bass i wrote it too the bass tone like the way very each bass note sounds because well, they need really that good. you need something to to like Anchor lock it, it down yeah. with all these crazy effects otherwise it would just be noise and that's yeah. the thing that i think slow dive does that other shoegaze bands don't do like i i'm a huge shoegaze fan but some shoegaze i think is really done poorly but like the thing that slow dive realized is like we can make this shoegaze crazy effects music but we it has to be pop like it has to have good melodies yeah and like i can sing all these songs and I and I, the melodies are good. They sound good. They're catchy. Allison is one of the most catchy songs I've ever heard, but it's also like insane shoegaze effects sounds. And I don't think any other shoegaze band has been able to do that. I'm I love Loveless by My Bloody Valentine, but you have to be in a very specific mood to listen to that. It's not like very pop, but but slow dive. Like the even though the guitars have miles and miles of effects on them, the bass is very clean and it holds down the mix. It's just a clean, full sound, not a lot of effects, and that's the formula that they use. They have the bass, yeah. which anchors the song, and then they, the guitars go crazy. And Smart it, choice. It, it, it works. works really well. It works very well. Any last remarks on that song? This song's it's pretty straightforward. You have like a repeating, just two, two verse, two chorus thing, and it, it works really well. I think it's a really underrated melody. Uh, oh, Genius is the capital of Sheba, was the city of Marib. Nearby was a great dam, which provided enough water. Hang on, I gotta click read more. <laughs> Please. <laughs> You're invested in the plot. Continue imagery of sinking or descending in water, like the Allison were sinking line of previous song. Although Machine Gun might not specifically be about getting high, sinking is, me- is a metaphor for wasting their lives by doing drugs. Who knows? There you are. I guess it's about drugs. I guess anything like 90s, if you don't know what it's about, just assume it's drugs. <laughs> right. Good, good yeah, advice. this song is great. I I'm I don't think it's the best song on the album, but it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's short, isn't overstay its welcome. Short and, and sweet. And that's that's I think that's all I have to say about it. Yeah. Although yeah. I will say when the chorus happens, you have these two hard pan guitars that are like very like on the eighth notes, like doom 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 yeah. doom. 
I always liked that part. It made it feel like uh, when you say hard pan, can you describe that for listeners, please? Two well. two tracks, one far. So when you listen with headphones, you have like a stereo. Mm-hmm. So you have the center, you have the right and the left. Hard pan would mean like as far right as you can pan it, and then as far left as you can pan it. Give me one second. Okay, sorry. Dog was barking at the door. We're back. What was I talking about? Hard panning left and right. Yeah. My question is that are there different? Are they playing different parts left and right? Yeah. So you have to. So okay. So if you record, so if you record one track, and then if you just try to copy and paste it, and pan it, since it's the exact same track, it doesn't create the the stereo effect. It just sounds like it's center but louder. Okay. So this is I had to learn this. Because mm-hmm. I tried that. Because I thought what you thought, like, oh, if I just copy and paste it and pan it, it'll do right and left. You have to record two tracks. So so you record the same track twice. You also do this with vocals. When you hear people say, like, doubling vocals, Yeah. you record the exact same melody twice. But since your voice will never actually be exactly alike, it creates little differences. And it, it sounds, creates lo- that, sounds cool. Yeah, 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 exactly. But um, I don't think there's a lot of vocal doubling on this album. It's pretty pretty straight. But that yeah, that was Machine Gun. Uh, we're gonna pick up the pace a little bit here so that this episode's not three hours long. So the next song is Forty Days. My personal favorite and, on the and whole I, album. And the first thing I wrote down that definitely struck me was that it's a pretty bold start to a song. There's like a really yeah, like right rough in, guitar noise. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like yeah. A so wham, what you're hearing yes, pretty, yes, yes, yeah. yes. What you're hearing is the whammy. So the whammy oh, okay. bar is a huge staple of shoegaze. Like Guitar Hero. Right? Yeah, but not used in that way. So like My Bloody Valentine uses it way more, but you'll hear that like wobbly effect. They're like they're warping like entire chords because, and that's something that like Kevin Shields came up with and it became like a big shoegaze thing because it creates like a, it's it's all to create this like drug, like warping mind effect. Right. This song doesn't use it that heavily, but there is that guitar part that's like, yeah. like I, I can't it's a cool start it with my mouth. Yeah. But and that that goes through the whole song. So the reason that I love this song so much is it it's literally the song is comprised of the first three chords you learn on guitar, G C D. Right. And but this song is is the perfect staple of shoegaze because it shows you exactly what you do. You take basic, basic chords and you arrange them and you voice them and you play them in a way with the right effects where it sounds like something completely different. Mm-hmm. Like when you, if I, if I try to play this song on acoustic, it sounds like the most like campfire Southern thing ever, yeah. but they, they make it into something so amazing. And, um, the way that the vocals are mixed in this song, it's a really deep melody. Like, low, yeah, he's, like he's singing pretty low, low in the scale, here. but it's just, I, I just think it's perfect. And this is, this song is a direct allusion to like the time he spent in like the cabin, uh, like thinking about the breakup and everything. Forty days and I'll miss you. I'm so high that I lost my mind. It's a lot of references to being high. Um, here, let me pull up the lyrics. You can you can talk about what you wrote down for this one. Yeah, I'm interested. Um, I I will think one thing I notice, um, is that the vocals remind me of like they remind me of King Clement a little bit, honestly. King like Clement? the pitch thing they do. Where it's like thing? forty days, and there's like two different voices almost. Oh yeah, this one's and it's double like the, the, for sure. Yeah. Is that doubling or is I that think, two different pitch I lines? I think so. That sounds a bit forty like, days, and I'm. It's like really you. full. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's but definitely like, doubled. 
uh, it's the summer it's I'm cool. thinking of. Forty days and I'm blown away. The chorus of this song is so. Amazing. Which one is the chorus? If I saw yeah, something new, I guess I wouldn't worry. That's that just is like sad. Like if if anything change, if I saw something new, I don't I won't even care. Yeah. Like he doesn't he doesn't care because all he cared about is a girl. Now he's like there's in, nothing to care about. Yeah. Yeah. That's just I don't know. I've always thought that was like such a touching like sad thing to hear yeah it's pretty pretty deep it's deep stuff he's attached this is what genius says he's attached with the, with the past in a way that new things become boring and senseless all he wants is his loved one again nobody can replace it yeah mm-hmm. it's pretty sad breakup song you said you're always sleeping but if so i'll be leaving it's just that i'm always falling and it makes me feel bad that i love that line it's Say so it like uh, it's just that i'm always falling and it makes me feel bad yeah I always liked how like infantile that is. Like, yeah, it was, they didn't use like some word, like some bigger words. Just like makes me feel bad. Yeah, I, I like. It's the, genuine. I've always liked that. Yeah, yeah, it's very genuine. If I saw then another chorus, the ending of this song is is that perfection. the um, said I love the way that you smile. Yes, no, that's that's really unique with the guitar going to the like. Yeah, the, I like that guitar effect. It's a lot. like it's it's soaring. It's soaring. It's yeah, it's just some of the most word, yeah. like powerful guitar playing I've ever heard. It just to try and watch you. I said I love the way that you smile. It's it and it just all know. yeah all the way yeah, to the end of the song the, goes out. Pretty cool. Is I, is Rachel singing the the backing like I don't yeah. know that part? Yeah. yeah, or she's they're layered together. Okay. It's uh. Now, it's, it's really good. That effect you mentioned earlier, like the guitar that's soaring, you said that's tremolo, right? Is that the thing well, where you play really fast? Tremolo or? creates like a, like a, like mm. a, I can't, I can't do it with my mouth. Tremolo is like a, like a wobbly effect. Right. That's, I don't know exactly what they were using. I'm assuming that the like really soaring sound is probably like an overdrive into a reverb or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it's uh if you there's, there's like live videos of them playing you can see them like they always use reverb but you can see them like click on the like high gain stages to get that loud soaring sound there's also a lot of compression and stuff like that on it but yeah the way that this song is mixed is it's it's probably the most dense mix on this whole thing maybe Suvlaki Space Station but it's it's really really good it's uh it's one of the like easiest ones to sing along with it's catchy. I don't know. I, I think I'm doing a poor job of explaining how good these songs are. I think you, you, you just have job. to listen. It's hard to explain, guys. It's really hard to explain. It's this. It's like I can't like recreate the sounds of my mouth. Like when we were doing pure guava, I was yeah. just like I was be, I was making the voice bobs. Yeah, but this is like impossible. Like I can't. Yeah, the mouth. You the, got the, to the listen. Human to voice it. can't replicate this noise. It's 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 the word that I can best use is just like. It's inundating, like it's. What does that one mean? It's like overwhelming, like okay. it's just. Uh, it's like you're drowning in sounds. So you drown. Put like put headphones on to listen to the song. Yeah, I, please, you have, do you have like, like your, not earbuds, but like full on like cover your headphones and listen to it. Preferably yeah. when it's like nighttime. It's, this music's good when it's nighttime. Yeah, I it's think. very good. At, yeah, exactly. Good dark like, outside. Pitch black and a dark in your room. bed. This yeah. music will touch your soul. Yeah, it's an experience for sure. Okay, next song, sing. Yes. The worst song on this album, but that doesn't mean it's bad. No, yeah, right, of course. But this is the weakest on the album, I think. Mm-hmm. Although I saw someone on TikTok rank these songs, and they put this like second to f- best. Yeah. I just think it's a bit, it, I, th- I think it loses that pop edge that the rest of the album has. And I think that's why it's it's the weakest one. But it's still good. Like, I listen to it in the car. When it, when it like builds up to the end, it, the, like, it sounds really like uh, Middle Eastern almost. Yeah. Maybe it's using like a diatonic scale or something. 
Da, 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 da. I don't know. I don't know. This is one that was really like Brian Eno. And Ano- Fla- another really good drum beat in this song. The doom, yeah. doom, doom, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Also, the sounds on this one are probably the most experimental. It is a lot it of like it, to me. It sounds like it's like Jeez. aliens. Like, yeah, that like, gets a lot of like uh, they're really that, experimenting on this yeah. one. A lot of percussive sound effects too, like cymbals yeah. and crashes and like tambourines. Yeah, there's like a lot of like yeah, yeah, a lot of things in there. I think that um. I couldn't tell you a single line on this song besides sing. <laughs> yeah, I can't hear her voice. Like I, I can't hear the words enunciation very just, well. The hardest thing for me to describe is the way her voice sounds. It's like it's so. It's Ooh. like you can't tell what she's saying, but it's so like powerful sounding. Like it's like an angel singing. It's literally like an angel singing. Yeah, she's really a pretty person. <laughs> I, I had the biggest crush on her. Really, for a while. Yeah, that's funny. Rachel Goswell. Anyway. I have a shirt with her face on it. Is that weird? No, I know. I think I've seen the shirt. It's the band. <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway, this song, I don't know. I think that it needs to grow on me because I always skip it when I listen to this. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a, it, it kind of drags on for a little long, I feel like. It does drag, I would it's say. It's five yeah. minutes. Like, That's a bit much. Pushing it. But yeah. the ending is the best part if you sit through it till that long. But it's pretty slow. And like uh, I think it just, I think it feels like aimless. Like the rest of the songs feel like they know exactly what they're doing. They come in, they come out with a purpose. This one feels like it's just going. Yeah, to me I wrote that it um it sounds very cold. Yeah, like this, blue, cold, yeah. like sterile, empty. Like you're in like a abandoned laboratory or something. Like you just you're very yeah. like you're alone, you're by yourself. Exactly. It's not inviting. It's not friendly. Like some of the other songs I feel like sound warm, warm with yeah. like, like the guitar 40 chords. Days, it yeah. just makes me feel warm inside. This is very like off putish. It is very standish. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad. And you that's said and that. that's a good contrast to have. In that in that sense, it works. Right. I'm not saying this song's bad. I think that uh, for some people, this would be like probably a, like top tier song. But mm-hmm. for me, I think it just goes on a little long. For that reason, I think it's weaker. Yes, Brian Eno you know, is is credited on the song as part yeah. of, as a writer, which makes sense because he makes extremely ambient 25 minute song stuff. Yeah, but it's it's cool. I, I think it's cool. I think some of the guitar sounds are cool. Uh, I think he, at one point he's like scraping the pick on the guitar. I can hear that sound. Uh, there's a really cool like uh, at the end when it all builds up and it, and it comes all together. That part is really cool. But uh, yeah, I think we should move past this one quick because we have a lot more to cover. Yes. Next song is Here, Here She, she comes, comes, which is the perfect like it's a, it's like you know, most most albums have like a down song. This is the down song. I, I, I will say just right off the bat. Um, the shaking noise, the maraca, the yeah, and then like, like a, is it an egg or something? I don't know, I don't know. But there's a there's a tambourine. It's really it's slow. There's there's like one guitar. This guitar is heavy tremolo. It's, it sounds. And I'm ignorant as not a guitar player. It almost sounds like a little bit more acoustic than usual. Like it's I don't know definitely if it's an electric like, guitar, but it's it has a more, more acoustic sound. Yeah, in the way that it's like empty. It's more, it's more naked. Just doom, yes, doom, doom, and doom, it's doom. it's got a really heavy tremolo. If you put headphones on, you'll hear it like bouncing back and forth stereo, and it's uh. It's really well written. Like I don't know these chords. I've tried to play the song. No tab online has the right chords. Oh my god, that's really good. The like the pre pre verse, like the doom doom that goes up like yeah, a half step. I know like, what that, you're talking that's about. Pretty great. It's really really like, good music writing. Yeah. And the he he has a way of like sing because as you know when you when you're like singing like you feel like you you always want to have like the big belting moment. Like most singers would like they would think that the the most powerful way to sing is to like belt like is la- like loud, loud equal full. powerful right like neil halstead he, 
his melodies are low. Like they're not, it's not no, about. You can't belt it really. Yeah, he's not belting and it's, but it's still just as powerful in the way that it's delivered. Like it's so lonely yeah. in this place. It's so. It's a nice down song yeah, for sure. It's sad. This song is like, like really sad. This it's very it's sad. desolate. It makes me feel hollow. It makes me feel depressed in a good way. And I, and I think a song like this, it's only like two minutes, 20 seconds, like short. And yes. I think that's a good point. It doesn't drag. It's just like sad and short and quick. And, and I love the way it ends with the like, yes, I wrote that down. I swear it will be warm. Really abrupt Here end. Come now. Done. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like a, uh, it's less of like a structure, like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and more of like, this is the last line that I want to stick with the listener. So it's only, like, so it's only it four here. stanzas of music. Four yeah. pair of two lines, the three lyrics lines, two lines, three lines. here too. I'm going to pull it up. Yeah. The lyrics are cool here. Let me pull this up. This song was also one of the ones that he wrote in that cabin. I can definitely hear that. It's so lonely in this place, so cold I don't believe. It's easy to pretend. It's easy to believe. There's a shadow on my wall. It dances like my soul. I, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I swear it will be warm here. She, I can't. Like, I, I want to sing it. It's so catchy. I, mm-hmm. I love this album so much. And it's like, is it just one guitar the whole time? You think? I, th- I think. Cause like, I mean, I can never be sure because I can't see the mixes. Mm-hmm. It sounds like one guitar with a really thick tremolo effect. So cold, I don't Yeah, like picking all the notes of the chords and stuff. So yeah, like ding, 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 it gives the like gives cool. the kind of like playing and singing effect. Like like you can imagine sitting there playing it. Yeah, like at a campfire or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there is drums. They're really sparse yeah. though. They're I wrote like, down the like, drums that are nice. It's like bongo sounds. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, the, the yeah. shaker is the good. shake starts right gets you right into it. Perfect, amazing song again. And now we move to Suvlaki Space Station, which which is the. The crowning jewel of this album, I think, for some people, it, you know, it has the t- it has the album title in the name. It reminds me of like a David Bowie space song, like yeah. Space Oddity or something. It's 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 pretty it's pretty like on the nose to call it Suvlaki yeah, Space say, Station. Yeah, but the album namesake is that a thing? Yeah, Suvlaki to, like, space station? to like say Space Station, like like we're gonna take you to space with how like soaring our guitars are. But mm-hmm. they do it, man. Like th- it's perfect the do- the delay because like you he plays the chord and then you dun, hear it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, but he's only strumming it once. Really, it's like you hit it once and the delay goes. Dun, 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 that that's a dun, really cool dun, effect. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's really. The other cool thing to note is the delay on the snare. So if you listen, dun, 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 dun. yeah, yeah. So he hit, yeah. hits the snare once and then it delays like. Dun, 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 dun. And so it, that's it, not being played. No, well, it's being hit yeah. once, but then the delay plays it back. It's, like it's really some trippy shit, man. It's, it's some good, really trippy, and it sounds and, like, really, really good, experimental though. stuff. I really like, like the way the um, there's feedback. There's yeah. there's just uh, so much going on, and then the vocals too. Like it's just this. This is the most shoegaze on this this record gets. Like this is insane. Like the, that bend guitar is like. It sounds yeah. like a space thing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so cool. But then you always you have that bass that like. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. The 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 kick in. You have the intro like delay guitar something. Then you have the kick into the bass and the drum line. Yeah, kind of coming together. It's really it's good. It it really grounds it. It's very. I'm glad you like this one. I didn't. I don't think a lot of people like like Rachel doesn't like this one. the one I posted on my Snapchat. This one is just like like I sit there and like play this and like zone out. I'm just like. 
you could you could speak to me. I wouldn't even like hear you. There like, was I'm, a um, I think it was. Did you ever see this show, Freaks and Geeks? I didn't see it. No, it's like a nineties, only like one season show. Band was in no, it wasn't show. in there. It okay. was one of the main characters went to like a Pink Floyd like daytime movie theater show thing. Yeah. Well, I forgot what those are called. Like he used to play like songs in the movie theater. It was like really trippy or something. I don't know. They did that. It was something like that. But he just huh. like went there and like supposed to like play something on the screen and play the music. It's supposed to be like really trippy. That's what it reminds me of. Like very like. It's, this song is trippy. As like all. you're you're sitting there and you're really like, going through it. Yeah, and but like, in a good way. It's 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 like it's there's so much going on. Like it is a long song. It's there's six minutes. There's feedback. Like you can hear like the even the snares feedbacking and like the the symbols and the the way her voice is just. Da, 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 yeah, it's it's up there. I don't know. It's just, it's so ethereal. It's it's absolutely like godlike sounding, like like <laughs> in the sky, like thirteen kills and no yeah. deaths. Godlike, godlike. That's what it's, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Her her voice sounds like it literally is like an angel, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's this angelic. It's just some of the most like moving music I've ever heard. Like I feel like this is like what plays when you ascend to heaven. Like when yeah. like an angel, like the rapture happens. We were just extremely stoned, and you're listening <laughs> yeah, to this that music. too. You're writing this music. <laughs> it's. I I don't even know what the lyrics are. Closed doors bring open minds. I never know. I could hear the "I don't want to see you" line, mm-hmm. and I don't want to see you. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. It's not about the lyrics. This it's, this kind of stuff is. It's about the sound. Yeah, and and like, it's a it's Rachel Goswell only it's female singing, and like, I had a I, growing up. I had an opposition to female singing because like when you're you're a young male, you're like boys rule. Yeah, you're like boy. I want to hear boys sing, but like. It's so, it works so perfectly yeah. having like her voice mixed in with his because it's like it, it gives you because she can do what he can't and he can do what, he, what she can't. They're the perfect so you cover vocal. a lot of ground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially when you layer them together like the next song, When the Sun Hits, which is just amazingly perfect. But Suvlaki Space Station ends in a way, you know on Karma Police, the ending yeah. that's like. Yeah. That's how this oh, that, yeah, I, I like that. that. I think that Radiohead took a page out of Slow Dive's book for that. Really, yeah. Because it sounds almost exact. Like, if you play the ending of this song and then play Karma Police, it sounds almost exact. But I, I always love that ending. I always, I'm always a sucker for, like, feedback noise ending. Feedback noise endings are cool. Muse does that a lot, actually. Yeah, it works here because, like, all the parts slowly start to drop yeah, that out. Wow, wow. It does yeah. sound really similar. <clears throat> yeah. That's cool. So I like that. It, it takes you to space, man. It's Savlaki Space Station. <laughs> it's, it's i um i wrote down that the the solo section was nice with the the bending high guitars yeah I wrote down like oh there's that other section that's like the doom doom i'm trying to avoid like singing parts into the mic because you, you need the context <laughs> to understand like yeah but you'll know what i'm talking about if you listen to it there's a lot of on this album like he'll pick out the chords and let it like all ring out so instead of like yeah. playing all the strings he picks so if you're playing like a g you instead go doom 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 and then all the reverb makes the whole yeah. thing like resonate out and then the the guitar there's so much effects on the guitars that they'll like they'll they'll ring and then they'll start feedbacking but like right at the point of them feedbacking they like dial it back in so you just you get the feedback if you turn it up loud enough it's just it's perfect it's amazingly done Amazing, well, amazing. <laughs> very very I, well I'm said. I'm lost for words yeah. because of how good this album is. It's very nice. Yeah, I really like this song. This is one of my highlights for sure. Good, good sound. When the sun hits. It's not-
Yeah, this this is pretty. I think this is like, this is um like a like a ten out of ten kind of song. This is it. This is like yeah. a ten. Yeah, it's this, pretty pretty. Peak. I agree. This is like a ten out of ten song. Perfect song. It's it's the it's the in, the, the just the way they start it with just the guitars. And I was doom, saying this before doom, the doom, podcast doom. recording. It's just it's one of those few songs that just hit you with like instant emotion. Yeah, like you, like you get put into a mood. Like if you, you were, have, if you were sad enough, you yeah. could cry to it easily. You have that eighth note symbol thing that it feels like it's going somewhere. Like yeah, it's driving. Because then the matters where yeah, the drum. Wow, really good. You have the two the two guitars hard panned again. Yeah, go back to that. There's one guitar in the right ear. Because me and Clay, when we play this, we had to figure this out and like close listen. You have one guitar in the left ear that's playing this very like dissonant like picked out guitar thing and there's one guitar in the right ear that's sustaining one note and i was gonna ask you you just mentioned before the picking on the chord the do 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 yeah it's like picking on the chord like yeah there's like a triad or something yeah it's really well done the the chord progression for this song has got to be one of the best chord progressions i've ever heard because it's Every time you think it's gonna go like major, it goes minor. That part is amazing. Yeah, and it's like um, I don't know, man. This this song is the staple of this album for sure. And it's funny because they they said that they were almost gonna cut this from the album because they thought it was so bad. Really, it's always funny how that happens. Like you never realize like what how people would react. You need to other it. opinions. Yeah, yeah you need exactly. to hear the, how people sing. This song's like a like play at my funeral song. Like I, yeah. I, I'm serious. Like I actually like love this song so much. It might be my favorite song ever made. It's close. This has the another good vocal delivery of of Neil that I mentioned in one of the lines in an earlier song. Thing I watch you and the the burn so fast it scares me. Like it, it gets pretty low with that. I wish and I it, the, I, the vocal yeah. delivery in that low range is, low. It's is hard to it's pretty that. it's pretty intense. Mind games don't leave me. Come so far, don't lose me. The two major chords. Yeah, it and matters then the, where the drums hit the, hard. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's it's syncopated, man. It's like do, it's do, the, do, do, yeah it's very very i can hear the jazz kind of syncopation it's pretty pretty it's, mint it's like uh and then when the chorus hits you have that when the chorus hits when the sun hits yeah, when the you sun have hits. that like thick fuzzed guitar that comes in center you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. and it's like uh it takes up so much space like i don't understand how you i made a cover of this song and i could not get it to sound like it takes up it's, it's like the perfect frequency range like it takes up all of the mix but then you have these other like soaring lead guitars on the top that are like like picking out the like third of the chord or the fifth and it's it's it, it works so well together it, i don't know what to say another good another really awesome thing i like is in a lot of this song i don't know if it's considered the chorus or the verse but um the hey 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 yeah the hey hey is good that's pretty cool it's backing vocal effect yeah this the layering between neil and rachel here is also top tier the mm-hmm. as the sun hits that part is just there's so the thing about shoegaze is like your brain will try to focus on one thing. You can't do it. And when you do it, the other parts will will get you from behind. Yeah. And that's what so creates it's like, it's the like, like, like hypnotism hypnotism effect. Yeah. Because like you're trying so hard to focus on one thing, but then your your periphery hears all these other equally as loud things. It's really nice for your brain. Like brain yeah. tickling. We said a, a yeah. couple times. Like it really gets you. It's gets a you go, it's a goosebumps inducing. It's tears inducing. It's just it's. 
I wrote one part. I said, um, makes me tear up and smile at the same time. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. As the sun hits, these are just beautiful lyrics, man. As What's the sun say? hits, she'll be waiting with her cool things and her heaven. Hey, hey, lover, you still burn me. You're a son, yeah. So this is clearly about Rachel. Because mm-hmm. like he's saying, we're, we're done, but you still burn me. Like, like you, you, still got, get, you, you still hurt, get me going. Yeah, yeah. It's just insane, man. It's it's beautiful. It's about, like about to tear up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. As the sun hits too, like it's like galactic. Like you, you can imagine like the world ending, like the sun colliding with the like earth. Reminds me of like those, like 2006 YouTube Linkin Park edits of like the yeah. like 160 pickles. Like their music video for that one song, pickles. I think. Pickles. <laughs> 160 pickles. 160 pickles is a real measurement. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like it's so like co- it's cosmic. It's a good word to describe. Some yeah, because yeah. like the title itself evokes like like end of the world. When, when the sun, the sun hits. hits, like like the use of the phrase "when the" like exactly, it's like, very like not doom, but not like if, but when. Yeah, it's when it's, gonna, like it's going to happen, but when it does, when, when the sun hits, when it's when it does, you'll be like there. when the world ends. You when know? when the sun hits, you'll be there waiting. Like yeah, like if we all die, you're there. Yeah, it's An- another really good uh, fade to end as well. Yeah, the fade really out. outro. The the um. So after the chorus, there's a post chorus where it's where it's like that that lead guitar thing goes up really to a really high note. The yeah, that is just it's it's just musical perfection, guys. It's profound. Yeah. It's yeah, <laughs> I cannot convey to you enough. This how one and Allison, good. The yeah, those two are just perfect. These are two. These are both starred on Apple Music, which means like they're the most played songs in these albums. Yeah. This and Allison are like this popular one. Forty days though, don't don't sleep on that one. I I love that one. They're all good, man. Sing sing is like if, if you're gonna skip, skip sing. But I don't want you to skip any of the other songs. Like you gotta listen to them. You know, to this listening to the music man to that was that a Radiohead song where it's like the boom doom doom. Oh, climbing up yeah. the walls. Yeah, that yeah. kind of reminds me of that this music a little bit. According to Slow Dive fans, When the Sun Hits is one of their finest songs. Surprisingly, it was almost left off Savlaki. Christian and Nick, which is the bassist and the third guitarist, fought like hell to get the song on the album. Just, well, I'm glad they did. I'm very glad they did. And that's that's all I got to say, guys. This this song is like literally like, a, you know, like people say like a, like if you have like like my our, our song like like couples yeah like a, like oh our song like when I when I met Rachel I was like listening to this song a lot and then she got, she like fell in love with this song and then like we both started listening to Savlaki like I have a very like distinct memory of like uh, I'm saying like every other every other second we were at her house like doing a puzzle I think because we it was yeah, like jigsaw puzzle. yeah and we like could not beat this like 1500 piece puzzle it was like taking like three hours and I remember playing this album like from start to finish and like that was when I realized like this is such a good album it's like I wasn't really that focused on it but I could just hear it in the background yeah, yeah. that's a good way to do it yeah or like if you're tired listening to music. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when the sun hits. Great, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Next song on the album, All Together, which I would probably say is my f- one of my favorites. Maybe really? like number two, number one for me. I like this one. I really I, like this one. This one reminds me of like a... Uh, reminds me of Secret After Sex a little bit. Really? Yeah. Like the, the intro reminds me very this? like... Yeah. Okay. So like the guitar. The this it's one really is like, like naked. This is sounding. this is the one that I hear a lot of like picking out the chord and then letting it ring. Yeah. Because you have like the doom 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 doom. Yeah. Sleepyhead, where did you go? I saw you turning, but I couldn't catch your eye. The way he delivers that line, 
I saw you turning, but I couldn't catch your eye. It's like yeah. back and forth, but it, 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 it just. I said, I said, so ghostly sounding. Yeah, it does sound ghostly. It's all right. We're all together. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is pretty that, that pretty great. Really great. Really he's he's he. Neil has a lot of is a big habit on this album that I've noticed of like just line delivery is good. Like the words are there. He, but he, but he yeah. helps the words achieve their message. Like he, exactly. the, the pitches and the tone and the delivery of the words he chooses is perfect for the situation. Like it really just the nails melodies it. could come off stale, but the way he delivers them yes. keeps them from being stale. Exactly because the the way he phrases them, it makes it interesting. It broke my heart, but then I guess you didn't know. That's so good. Mm-hmm. It's all right. We're all together. So this is literally like saying like, I'm heartbroken but we still know each other because we're in this band together. Like, that's how I'm seeing it. Okay, yeah. It's all right. We're all together. Like, I still know you. We still have everyone all together. Yeah. yeah. The part that, the bridge of this song is the best part. The, so tired. And then the, it's all right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm going to stop singing now, but you got to listen to this song, especially that part. It's uh, the the way that the, when he says the, yeah yeah it's like another track comes in it's like layered vocals there really good this song is just straightforward man it's really good i I, um i think that the guitars shine here the reverb because you have uh you have multiple guitars playing at the same time all picking out those chords and all the reverb mixing together makes it really like overwhelming and uh in a very nice way um, I, I, I definitely say another great drum part, another good driving, um, drum part that just fits very well mm-hmm. in, in the mix. And the, and the it snares have reverb and good bass tone. Everything again, has one. reverb. Reverb is the key to slow dive. Uh, Genius says this song creates a sleepy mood with both its lyricism and atmosphere. And that's a, that's a common theme, uh, sleepy, like it's all over this album, mm-hmm. uh, like talking about sleeping. So I can only imagine that. Neil Halstead has this like weird thing where, you know, Rachel Goswell is like tired a lot or something. And he finds that very interesting or I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's weird. The things that you find beautiful about people. Cause like, like there, there's a 1975 album. I like it when you're asleep cause you're so beautiful yet. So unaware of it. Yeah, exactly. That's the same. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. And so he mentions that all the time you're sleeping. You said you're always sleeping that stuff. It, sleep is like a common theme on this album and the music it is sleepy like you could fall asleep to this music easily Oh, easily yeah there's a i'm i am listeners at home to break the fourth wall i have an airpod in because i'm bad at <laughs> associating songs with names sometimes no, that's how i was with the vessel album yeah um but there's when when he delivers a line now it seems just a dream it broke my heart but then i did then i guess you didn't know when he says and now it seems just a dream he sings that and there's like a distort like a feedback yeah little feedback noise that's kind of like on top of the mix right in between lines i think that's a nice touch he like he he leans into the nasal thing though so like i guess you didn't know yeah that's perfect yeah that sounds so good to me that's pretty good maybe that's just me but anyway let's move on to melon yellow which i think is another amazing song but i think at this i think at this point in the album it's definitely front-loaded a little bit yeah because because i think uh these two but i don't know i mean it's short like if this album was like 15 tracks i think i think it'd be pushing it it's mm-hmm. just it's the perfect length because like once i get to melon yellow i only have one more to go 
And I think that Melon Yellow is like the perfect accompaniment to all together. What's that a voice? What's that effect called that's using the instruments and the voice where it's like, it's reverse, like it's reverse reverb, I think. It's like, it's, yeah. So you I don't know, know how, how to describe reverb it. Tail, like if I said, like, hello, you'd hear like, hello. Yeah. You reverse it, it that. It comes so before it's like, they start speaking. Yeah, it's yeah like, exactly. Yeah, that I like that. They, they don't use that I think a lot that's of music. On the, that's cool. This, this the symbols in this song, which mm-hmm. is really trippy effect, and um, I love the chorus in this one. And all over this album, you have these really catchy choruses, which are masked by all this shoegazery stuff. Yeah. The, so long, so long. Dun, 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 dun. You know that part? Mm-hmm. Great, great stuff. It's just a way to love. Yeah, that's that's good. That's a good melodic line. Yeah, definitely catchy. You know, I don't believe in death. Follow the sun. I watched you follow the sun. I think it's uh the. It's just a way to love you is a nice higher notes for Neil. Yeah, compared he, to what he's been. Just yeah, he doesn't normally get very high. Love you. It's pretty. That's that's a nice range. He I, I always heard it as I saw you looking at the sun. I, I I don't know I I think I think it should be I saw you looking at the sun or it is I saw you looking at the sun because do you think genius like how do they verify that these are the correct lyrics? That's what, okay on the one of the last songs where was the hey 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 the, yeah on hits it said like burn away at the end is that That's what they're saying? Right no way it was it was saying so you think when, they, when genius writes these they just have someone like listen closely and try yeah, to there's no way they talk to the artist and be like yeah what did you guys say? these are these are not correct no. definitely um I wrote down here for this song. That to your earlier point, I couldn't tell sometimes if there were if that was backing female vocals or instruments. I I couldn't tell. And that's that's what they want. And yes, and that that accomplishes the goal yeah. you mentioned earlier, like voice like, or instruments. I, I would argue that it's there's almost always like two to three vocal tracks layered between Neil and Rachel. But sometimes you, and I think the biggest one is on Allison, that big soaring guitar and her backing vocals. They're pretty. pretty sometimes similar. you can't tell, and and that's. They don't, they don't want you to focus on like, oh, that's a vocals, that's a voice singing or, mm-hmm. oh, that's a guitar. They want you to just hear it. And, you know, I've spent a lot of money on pedals and <laughs> tone on guitar is one of the most like difficult things. Cause like you would think like when you play a wind instrument, like saxophone or yeah. like oboe, your tone is created by your mouth. Like you create the tone. Yeah. The way you, you shape can, your mouth, you can make it higher, you can make and... it more pinched, you can make it more wide yeah all with your mouth the i would i would argue that the i mean the instrument affects it but but with guitar you're not putting any air through the instrument your tone your tone is created through amp choice pickup choice pedal choice it's all equipment equipment. yeah so to get a, a good tone is something that's like a constant battle and like I've sometimes I I use my pedal board and I'm like this thing sounds awesome and then sometimes I use my pedal board and I'm like I need to sell every single pedal I have and get new ones. Yeah. Cuz it's such a like it's such a picky but also like a like an open door thing. Like there's no objective good tone. There's some great songs which have like bad sounding guitars quote unquote, but the the tones that they're able to accomplish on this album are just innovative, I think. It's they're they I think this album is like a pioneer of of rock production because of the way that they they use these effects. Normally, if if your band was using all these effects, like a producer would be like, "There's no way you can pull this off." Like, it's you too have, much going you have on. so much reverb. No, this is going to sound terrible. But they they take the challenge, and I think they've even said in an interview, like when they first got to the studio to record this, the producer was like, "You've got to turn the reverb down." Like, they really? had every single thing just cranked like fully. And I I think 
when I read that, it made me really connect to them. Like, cause I really saw myself in them. Like we don't, we don't really know what we're doing here. We just want to, we just want to get crazy and like turn the reverb up all the way. You want to play in keg cowboy. Yeah. And <laughs> break down the glass windows. Dude, they're loud. I would, oh, I'd kill to see slow. They'd never come to the U S yeah. all European. You got to go to do a UK show. UK, yeah, even the UK all, is still a distance. That's really far. What do you yeah, mean? Like, that's you a trip. Gonna take a bus over there or something? <laughs> yeah. I'd have to spend two thousand dollars on a plane ticket. Yeah, be in a different country. I've had dreams where like they've came, they've come to like Colombia and like I went to see them. <laughs> that, that's how well, much I like. Come to, like California down. or New York or something. They're from no. I mean, they've you guys where they're from or if they no. Come where here. do they go? They ever go to like big city? I'm sure they've toured the U.S. before, but not recently. Yeah, you had to be on the watch, man. Dude, you don't think I am? I follow them on Instagram. I check that's, Ticketmaster all the like time. It's like Muse, they're a British band, and they they announced their new album coming out very soon. And they announced like some, they called them intimate concerts in like theaters. And it was like one in New York, another one in New York, one in California, like one in another state, and that's it. Like four like U.S. shows that are like super hard to get tickets to. Like it's just like I wish foreign bands would. I mean, that's how some people probably think in, in other countries, like, you know, like they're really obscure like to US Americans. Come there, yeah, yeah. Like American bands that come to like, you know, any country in the world, they'd be like, I wish bands come to my country. Well, but, but they, now play, we're doing they that. play in different countries, like Germany and Denmark and stuff like that. They just don't come across the Atlantic. Yeah. Which, you know. I guess it's a, it's a distance. But they're, I mean, I just think it's so cool. And I'm glad I found a band that I like seriously, genuinely love that is still making albums. Cause like, I don't, I don't really have that. There's a lot of bands that just don't make music Smashing anymore. Pumpkins puts out albums, but they're, they're not great in my opinion. And Slow Dove, I think could, they, they have the ability to capture the same thing that they used to catch. Like, it's not like their, their voices are going to hinder them. They could still do this exact same thing. And I think that Neil Halstead is a, is a strong enough songwriter to, to make something that could rival this album if they did it, but I don't know if they will. But anyway, let's move on to the final song, Dagger, which is Dagger. And I, and I, um, this song is really emotional. Uh, I wrote, um, piano start, piano note start, very unique. Dun, dun, dun. That part, the, the, it's just like a, dun. Yeah. like the one note. It's pretty, it's pretty bleak sounding. It's this it's song. Yeah. It's very sharp. Cold. It's like very cold. It's very wow. bleak. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. There's a, uh, yeah, see, Genius is mentioning it here. The dagger was written during a retreat to a Welsh cottage by Neil. Welsh, wow. Welsh. This song is uh, very uh, obviously directly talking about uh, Rachel Goswell and their breakup. Mm-hmm. The sunshine girl is sleeping. She falls and dreams alone. And me, I am her dagger, too numb to feel her pain. This is a pretty em- That's emo pretty, stuff. pretty edgy stuff, yeah. The chorus, I, I, I just love the chorus lines. That the world is full of noise, yeah. Is that her vocal? Is, du- is that doubling? No, or is I that think his? this is just Neil in this song. Yeah. It's him harmonizing with himself. Yeah, I wrote that down in something I very liked. I liked it very much. I, I like how it goes on longer than you would think. Like the chorus reprises twice. Mm-hmm. It's like the, I hear it all the time. And me, I am your dagger. You know, I am your wound. Because normally you'd have two times through. And then... Mm-hmm. It keeps going and everything intensifies. I thought I heard you whisper. Yeah, I like that line a lot. I thought I thought I heard you whisper. It happens all the time. I that's thought, that's that was so really honest. Like he's yeah. by himself and he. Oh gosh, I knocked up. <laughs> he, he, he's his voice is making him think he's hearing her. Like he's still hearing her, even though they're mm-hmm. they're not together. I don't know. Perfect, perfect lyricism. Mm-hmm. 
She whispers while I'm sleeping. I love you when you smile. I didn't really lose you. I just lost it for a while. That's great, dude. Yeah. Like that gave me goosebumps reading it. It's yeah, it's pretty pretty clever stuff. And the way pretty. there's it's one guitar, it's acoustic, it's your classic mm. acoustic singer songwriter, but it's got like so much reverb. The, the chords he's hitting, the chord choices doom, are doom, ding, like that. What's that like the yeah. dissonant? I don't know if it's dissonant, but like it's, just like the high. I, I couldn't tell you the chord name, but it's it's, it's just the way that, that the meant. way he does that. To is use really your good. word, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's meant. It's good. just like there, there's dissonance, and then like there's that high like I don't even know if it's like a marimba or something. It's just yeah. Like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. It's the harmonies choices are great. The bass is huge too. And uh it's it's a great finisher cuz cuz you've had enough like on this album it's so you, far like crazy shoegaze stuff. Yeah. It ends on a low note because this album is not a happy album. Not at all. And uh and and so it ends on the, probably the most emotional song that is on the whole thing. Them doing this one live is pretty good. Like you've seen videos and stuff, but, yeah. But you know, I I say like I've watched so many live videos of them, and Neil Halstead. I mean, he's he's married, he has kids, he's probably in a much better place now. But like, the the it's such a cool thing, like recordings of music. Like you'll never get another one of that take. It's like right. the the take that's on the record is so cool because it's like his emotional state at that time was put into that audio take. And then and like we'll, that, that's captured. captured. Yeah. It's like even though he's fifty now with kids and a wife, I get to hear him in his 20s being edgy. broken up about this girl yeah and i get to hear that through the music and that's a cool thing to me it's very cool so that's a really like, nice point he, he can sing it now but it'll, it'll never be able to capture like the emotion that he felt when he recorded that take yeah and and that's a really unique thing that we get to have with music that's old and I think that's to, to be a boomer for a second. I think yeah. that's something that's missing from a lot of music nowadays. Yeah, back in my day, I, 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 back I really, in before I was alive. I really think that though, like what the emotion or what are you trying yeah, to say? Yeah, like like you like it's it, we always now are like trying to you know, and I mean I'm all for like layering and you know clean sleek production, but like sometimes you have to just let a human take Sing. come through. And like I think uh, that Billy Idol song, Happier Than Ever. Or it's like 150,000 takes. I, I, yeah, but I think that that one's like a good example of it because like you can you can hear her like singing that one like from her heart. Yeah. And um, there's something to be said about modern music, mainstream music. Like the way I imagine it's like you're playing like like the music staff is like a video game. You have like a green dot, and when you go sharp, yeah. it goes one color. Like like the tonal energy tuner. Yeah. And a lot of modern music wants you to be perfect, perfect zero, green. like yes. zero, like you are completely yes. on every single pitch. Yes. Like it is a perfect in tune piano and that's keyboard. what that's what takes away the like it makes it sound inhuman because no yeah. human can sing that yeah, yeah no like human you, you makes take that a noise. song like like uh charlie puth yeah like uh you turn me on like a light switch <laughs> yeah that song everything is everything it's, is it's perfect exactly it's, in the center of the note and that's not at and, all how his person and you sings. take a song like dagger he's in time it's it's with a met He's mm-hmm. singing in tune pitches but if you were to really slow it down and like put it on like a tuner He'd be, be, he be, be going flat. sharp. He'd be going flat. He'd be going sharp. He'd be going flat. That's the way the human voice works. Yeah, you you can't, can't you can't perfectly. be perfect. And that's not to say we should go like full like ween and like leave in like completely wrong notes and mm-hmm. words and stuff. That that wouldn't work for every band. But like, yeah. li- just letting the human mind and the human voice come through is something that I think we should strive more for in nowadays. But you know, people like Charlie Puth, and you know. <laughs> people like safe safe sounds safe just, nice round warm correct yeah. and sounds. i know i sound like a boomer and there's music that comes out nowadays that still does is, this yeah, yeah still does this 
and is really good. And, um, but you know, I think, I think, uh, to wrap this up, since we're at 121 minutes, I mean, not 121, hour 21 minutes. Yeah. I think that, um, if you don't like guitars, you probably won't like this record, but on to counter that, I would say that you guitars should listen really to it with like a different it. mindset. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't listen to it and think like, oh, I'm about to listen to guitar solos and this and that because that's not what Shoegaze is about. Noise. And I love all that stuff. I love hearing a, a nice guitar solo rip like Red Hot Chili Peppers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But this is for a time when you want to just experience sound in its purest form. Yeah, true soundscapes. Yes, soundscapes. And it's, it's about obscurity. It's about... Uh, emotion it's about overwhelming your senses i don't this is not something you should put on and like go walk around a bar it's something you should put on in and public like, or let let your mind like driving come to the yeah sit in your room at night play play when the sun hits in the car and turn it up that's that's what yeah. i'll say <laughs> you'll you'll that's one of the my favorite parts about when i turned 16 and could drive by myself is that like, yeah i agree car radio is just in, in, in replicable. Maybe if you have like a really expensive sound system. I, wrote, and system I had to write a paper about this. We literally yeah. learned about this about how what, like what did it say? the like the car has become like a personalized sound chamber for people. Like yeah. where they where you're you're intimate with yourself and you you tune out the outside world and listen to a song in a car. You can't you just can't get the same thing and not in a car setting. Yeah, and we were talking they and they talked to us about like the city is like non space like. Like we don't see this, the world around us as a, as a, as an opportunity for social interaction anymore, as much as we see it as like a backdrop for our own private, uh, internal strife or, you know, this is some, this is some good jumbo. shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> you really hit me. You're like, you should be like preaching. It's like LPG or something. You have like your yeah. devout followers. And it was talking about how like tech technology, such as like the MP3 player and the headphones and the car stereo system is developed a world in which we're more internally focused and you know as opposed to like a bar playing music like live musicians playing with the door open and people like coming and listening instead we walk around with our headphones in and we have our own you know private thing. yeah and we and the world around us is just nothing but like a a space to pass through instead of like a an interactive plane you know yeah you know man <laughs> you know man you know yeah <laughs> anyway totally. guys we probably didn't hit everything. Probably. I spent too much time talking about Allison. It's okay. We had to gl- gloss over a lot, but I think we I think, I think we, we had captured a lot. the essence of what makes Savlaki a classic uh, pinnacle of shoegaze music. A banger. And uh, yes, it's, it is a phenomenal, phenomenal album. Uh, um, I would, would love for you to check it out. Yeah. As always, if you made it to this end of the, the end of the podcast and you haven't heard the album, you're just like listening to us speak. You really should to get the full experience of what we're trying to say to these album episodes. You really should try to listen to the album. Yeah, because like, we're not we can only we're not do leading so you astray. We're not trying to mess it. with you. We're trying to introduce you to musical experiences. Like even if you don't even, even if you don't if not really a music person, you don't listen to music at all. Maybe this you, could be your. You got to try. You got to try something. We're really trying to help you here. We we know we like things and we want other people to like them. And we do these things and we do these podcast episodes, not to you know gatekeep or keep things to ourselves. I want people to experience these this music yeah. that we care about so much. Because we actually think it's really good. One thing we didn't really talk about is your thoughts on it. Because you had not listened to this kind of yes, music. Yeah, I was. I'm glad you brought that up because we didn't end before that. Um, in our in our dynamic friendship, I have a t- have a tendency to like the meme. Show me a meme. I don't think it's funny. Like send me a song. I'm like, oh, this guy's stupid. I'm gonna hate this song. Like this guy's dumb. Yeah, I'm just gonna make fun of him. For and I music. do the same thing. Yeah. which is why we've we've started doing these episodes where one of us knows an album the other one doesn't and then we yeah. have to listen to it and and so and so in that point my gut reaction is oh this is Hayden's dumb but i listened to it and 
you know, I listened to it three times over, taking notes like the second or third time. Um, but I, I, I want to say I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed this. I, I've always liked uh, noise songs. Like as far as like 1975 is a lot of ambient song, but they, they have a lot of songs that just don't have any words. It's just like noise. Um, that's chill. But like this really just like hits the spot of being surrounded by music. And I really enjoy mm-hmm. that feeling. And I don't get that very much in a lot of music I listen to. It's I listen to a lot of like more traditionally structured songs like 80s RHCP or something, you know. So it's like this is such a nice change of pace that I was pleasantly surprised and I thoroughly enjoyed a lot of it. I will say though, music like this, it's hard for me to be driving to Publix at 4 p.m. in the 100 degree weather and just turn this on my car when well, I'm, trying yeah, to, when I'm yeah, after I work or that. something. So I, I need to be more of a, a zone than other music. Sure. Um, so that limits its scope in my opinion as far as like when I can enjoy this music. Some of the songs though, I mean, I would say I could play Allison at any yeah, part of the day. I could put that in Allison, but like some, some of the songs, stuff, like I, I, would, I wouldn't like just sing listen to Dagger I can't just listen at to 11 that. p.m. Yeah. But anyway, but, yeah. But, but that's what music is about. You have music for times where you need it. Right. And uh, yeah. Slow dive, Sublaki forever, guys. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed our. Do we rate albums take? or do we? No, we, we don't rate albums. We don't rate albums. We rate movies. We don't rate albums. Just for the record, this is like a perfect album for me. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening to, this, for listening, to guys. this nice Listen long to episode. Sublaki. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.